Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. This is episode 14 and in this episode I'm going to be sharing five simple slow looking ideas for the summer. But before we get started, I just wanted to mention that the podcast will be taking a two-week break after this episode, but I'll be back with a new episode on August the 12th. So there's no episode next week or the week after, but you can always go back and check out some of the previous 13 episodes if you want some more inspiration. And in line with today's episode, I'd particularly recommend listening to episode two, if you haven't already. And episode two is all about what slow looking is and how you can get started. And also episode seven. It's a related one um, and it talks about how to develop a daily slow looking practice, something you might like to try over the summer months. And also before we start, just a quick note to say that you can now support this show on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire Baum. I'll also put a link in the show notes. And the show notes are available on my website, thinkingmuseum.com forward slash podcast. And this is episode 14. So now let's get started with today's show. So in our fast paced society, we scan, we skim, and we scroll. We have forgotten what it's like to really look at something. A 2019 study from researchers at the Technical University of Denmark suggested that the global attention span is narrowing due to the amount of information that is presented to us. The study shows that people now have more things to focus on, but often, Focus is for short periods of time. We also now apparently check our phones every 12 minutes and often just after waking up too. This kind of always on behavior is about being in a constant state of alertness. You're scanning, you're skimming, you're scrolling the world without giving our full attention to anything. So slow looking is a wonderful alternative to life in the fast lane. And the five activities I'll be sharing here are simple, effective ways to slow down, improve your observational skills and focus and notice more details around you. And you can use these slow looking activities throughout the summer, either on your own or with friends and family and children. All of the activities are designed to help you develop your ability to see. And in doing so, spark creativity, curiosity, and improve your focus. So by the end of this episode, you'll have a range of great ideas to keep yourself and others engaged in slow looking in a range of different environments. So I've included some outside and some inside activities, some involving art and some that don't. But all of these are designed to help improve your observation skills, to help you do that slowing down and to have a wonderful time this summer. And if you're not in the Northern Hemisphere, you can do these activities at any time of year. 
So let's get started. And I'd love it if you can share what you get up to on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and you can use the hashtag summer slow looking, or one word. So let's get started with our first activity. So the first one is take a colour walk. And this is one of my favourite activities to do at any time of the year, let alone in summer. But in summertime, nature is really doing some amazing things and there's all sorts of beautiful colours around us. So this is a particularly good time to take a colour walk. And the idea for this is really simple. As you step outside of the door, choose a colour to focus on for your walk. And then ask yourself some questions. Where do you first notice that colour? Where else does it appear? Then you can think about how your colour contributes to the mood or the atmosphere of where you're walking. You could also think about how it would feel or look without your colour. Can you imagine if you've chosen green and you'd imagine what the world would look like without any green? And as you continue your walk, think about what other colours you notice. Are there any unexpected colours that you see? And a nice thing to do at the end of your colour walk would be to check in with yourself as well and ask yourself what was special about taking a colour walk? What new things did you see? So let's move on to activity number two. And this is a focus walk. So it's another walk, but this time I would like you to stop at a point and focus on something. So this type of walk is great when you're on holiday or perhaps you're discovering new areas, especially those with sort of panoramic views. And when you've reached a point where you'd like to stop, you can stand or sit for five minutes. And you, during those five minutes, you really want to take the time to notice what you see. You can choose to focus on one thing for part of the time, perhaps a full minute, or you can survey the whole scene in front of you. You should note any changes, any movement you see. You can think about the effect of the light or the weather. You can listen for noise or look out for smells. All these sorts of things you can focus on in the five minutes. And you can choose whether you tell yourself what you see or you can write it down in a notebook. You could even sketch what you see from your spot or just sketch the scene in your head. Now, spending time with one view forces us to look beyond the obvious. So even if you're doing this type of walk in a very familiar area, your neighbourhood, for example, stopping and looking at a single point allows you to see something that's really familiar with fresh eyes. And I think that over time, especially during lockdown over the past year or so, we tend to fall asleep to our own neighbourhoods. The sort of unfamiliar becomes really familiar to us. And choosing either the colour walk or this focused walk option will help you to wake up and notice again. So slow looking summer activity number three is avoid the label. 
So this third activity can take place in a museum, in a gallery or any kind of heritage centre. You can do it inside or outside. There are plenty of outdoor sculpture exhibitions in the summer months. And learning to look slowly requires at the beginning, a small amount of effort and patience. And it's always tempting when you start this to sneak a look at the wall label and then move on. So this exercise will help you to feel more comfortable spending time with an object or artwork. So first, find a comfy spot. Your positioning is really important. If you're in a museum, if you can find a place with a bench in front of an artwork, that's great. If you're with others, you can each choose your own artwork or you can look at the same one together. Then decide how long you're going to look for. It should be at least two minutes and a maximum of five. And remember the average time that people look at artworks is anything from two to 30 seconds. So you're already gonna be doing much more slow looking than that. You can uh, make a resolution for how long you're gonna look and then set a timer if you want to. Now in the first minute, just spend some time looking at the object in front of you. So at this point, you're giving looking time and you're allowing the eye to do its work. So you can tell yourself when you notice interesting things, you can label or underline parts in the image, or you can even say it out loud. In the second minute, you may find some questions coming up. So just let the questions emerge in your head. Or if you're in a group, you might want to share the questions with each other. Now for three to five minutes, you want to keep looking. You can keep telling yourself or sharing with others when you notice interesting features. You can label them in your head, you can make notes. And if you feel the flow has stopped, it's always good to close your eyes look away and then look back again. And this helps to refresh the eyes. So many insights will come late. So do keep looking and above all, enjoy this experience as you get to know your way around an object. Afterwards, you can reflect on the experience either individually or with the people you're with. So how was the exercise for you? What did you discover about yourself and the object or artwork. So slow looking activity number four is slow sketching. And this fourth activity can be done at home with an everyday or treasured object, or you can do this activity in front of an object in a museum or gallery. If you're working at home, lay the object on a surface in front of you. Now, it's important with this activity to remind yourself and any others who are doing this activity with you that this is an observation exercise. It's not a technical drawing exercise. It's not about your drawing skills. I mean, I, I love doing sketching activities, but I wouldn't consider myself an artist. I do this activity to notice details and to focus. And also, you don't have to share the finished drawing with anyone if you don't want to. Drawing and sketching really slow you down. So you really take the time to look at something and really observe it. 
And the more you practice observational drawing, the more you'll see. So first, sketch your object from your vantage point, from where you're standing. And remind yourself again, this is observation, not about your drawing skills. If you're working with an object at home, you can then pick it up and move it around. If you're looking at it in a museum, maybe choose another angle to look at it from. And then you can think about where you can see different parts and what the purposes of those parts might be. You can also label the parts and their purposes on your drawing. Then think about what ways you could make your object more beautiful. Jot down your thoughts on paper. So if you're doing this activity in a group, you can then share your sketches if you're all happy to do so and talk about ways you thought you would make your object more beautiful. So number five is all about having a conversation with an artwork. And I've actually cheated here because there are seven different slow looking art activities in this section. And these can be done anywhere with any artwork, in a gallery, in a museum, in your home or online. You should also try not to be distracted by any art historical or factual information you may see. The focus here is on looking, letting questions emerge and continuing to look. And the longer you look, the more insights will come to you. Now with all of these seven activities, spend time looking first. So spend one to two minutes letting your eyes wander freely, thinking about what you see and making a few observations. And then you can move on to your chosen activity. You can pick one or several from this list. So the first one is to look for categories. So looking for categories involves looking for certain types of things. And this can help to focus our perception. It can help us filter the amount of stimuli that's flooding our eyes. And for this activity, we're going to look for colors, shapes, and lines. And these are really easy categories to look for and can be found in most objects and artworks. You can choose to look for all of these categories, color, shapes, and lines, or you can focus on just one, like color, for example. And as I just said, start by looking at the image or object for a couple of minutes then start to look specifically for colors. What colors do you see? Describe them. Then look for shapes. What shapes do you see? Describe them too. And finally, what lines do you see? Describe those lines. And then if you like, you can move on and you can choose one color or one shape or line and think about how it contributes to the artwork overall. How does it help the artwork work? And what would the artwork be like without your colour, shape or line? So that's categories. The second one is looking for stories. So look for an artwork or object that seems to tell a story. If it's an artwork, look for one that perhaps shares a scene or a moment in time, or one that has a particularly strong 
theme. After you've spent some time looking, ask yourself, what's the main story being told here? And if you're with a group, you can discuss your ideas together. You can think about the big idea, the focus, or the theme of the artwork. This is your main story. Then think about what else is going on here. What is the side story? What's happening on the sidelines or around the edges? And finally, think about the hidden or untold story. So this is when you need to use your imagination. It's quite speculative. So think about what might be left out intentionally or unintentionally. What might be going on here that we're not seeing directly? And as a final question, think about what you would ask the artist if you had the chance. So another stories activity is creating stories. So find an artwork with an element of mystery, perhaps something that might be telling a story or even capturing a moment in time. And ask yourself or the group, if this artwork is the beginning of the story, what might happen next? If this artwork is the end of the story, what led up to this point? And you can create imaginative stories in small groups and then you can share them when you're ready, even acting out the various characters. Number four is about looking for surprises. So after a couple of minutes at looking at your chosen image, think about what surprises you in the artwork. Maybe it's a colour that's a bit startling. Maybe it's an unexpected relationship. Maybe an odd object. Where and how does the work surprise you? Does it surprise you in big ways or in little ways? You can choose then to make notes. And if you're in a group, you can share one thing that surprises you with the others. Then if you'd like to go on, you can think about why the artist did that. Was there a message? And how does that surprise fit into the whole work? Number five is about finding something interesting. So find something that interests you in the artwork. Where is your eye drawn? Does it keep returning to a particular image or an object? What do you find interesting here? And things that we find interesting can be a huge variety of things. It might be a sense of movement, it might be an emotion, it might be a colour, it could be something else. And name what you chose and then ask yourself, how does it contribute to the work as a whole? What role does it play? What would this artwork be like without this interesting part? Now, number six is to look for what's hiding. So in this activity, you're going to be looking for what might be hiding in the artwork. So in your head, remove a color or a person or a figure in the artwork. You can actually use your thumb or your hand to mask out the objects and then explore how this changes the artwork's impact. What would it be like if it wasn't there? What would it be like if it was a different colour or a different person? So really look for what's hiding.
And finally, number seven is choose a title. So after you've spent some time looking and thought about any questions that emerge, review the artwork as a whole and see what conclusions you can make. What title would you give this artwork? What are you still wondering about? What else would you like to know? Then you can check the actual title and then see which you prefer. Do you prefer your title or the artist's? So in this episode, I've covered five simple, slow-looking activities that you can do this summer to improve your observational skills, to slow down, and more, more importantly, to have fun. We've covered a colour walk, a focus walk, ignoring the label, slow sketching, and having a conversation with an artwork. So seven different activities, such as looking for categories, looking for and creating stories, looking for surprises, finding something interesting, looking for what's hiding, and choosing a title. So which activity are you going to try? I'd love to hear how you get on with any of these activities. Please share your thoughts, your photos, your sketches, your notes via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using the hashtag summer slow looking. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share it with a friend or leave me a review. Don't forget to follow me wherever you get your podcast and you can find me on Instagram most days at Thinking Museum. So head over there and tell me what you think. And I'll see you next time when the show returns on the 12th of August. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram, at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.